her pre-show uh, warm-up. <laughs> what? Before every high-key book club, she has to make sure that she gets a good dose of chocolate. <laughs> Wonderful. Beautiful. Chocolate. Splendid. Splendid. <laughs> What's that from? What's what from? Wonderful. Beautiful. Oh, is that Jade? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. So to start out our favorites of all time. Yeah, we, we've been struggling to figure out a good theme for this show. What do you mean a good theme? Uh, just a, a good topic to, to talk about. Oh, this, this is our Thanksgiving episode. episode? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. And so we... Yeah, we didn't have just one thing we wanted to talk about, one piece of media. So that's the thing. We've been a little bit in a rut of things to cover. Hmm. Not because so the thing is, we've been watching, I think, a lot of shows we normally do, but like they're so random and obscure, and no one would actually watch a whole random season of Project Runway to discuss. Right. Uh, so yeah, exactly. So we've been watching a lot of Project Runway and a lot of Shark Tanks, and it's like. <laughs> What an interesting combination. <laughs> it's just like we can't ask people to go watch season five, season five, episode four of Shark Tank <laughs> to come, <laughs> you know? It, I mean, unless there's there are some Shark Tank fan. What if that's our way to get really niche is to have a Shark just Tank? Shark Tank? <laughs> I mean, dun, dun. whatever. No, but it's true. We, we, we've been watching a lot of the Shark Tank yeah. and a lot of the Project Runway. And as for movies, I've been watching like really shitty cheesy teen movies you torture yourself too much Delaney, <laughs> with those i've been watching like all seasons of drag race i'm just in that stage <laughs> in that phase so it's been hard for us to cover something like cool and relevant right or prisoner of azkaban well yeah because the, the thing about the harry potter ones which have been my favorite that would have been a perfect episode for this no it wouldn't okay <laughs> we can do it like next or something i'm Reading the books right now, as I've said in these shows that we've done of Harry Potter. And I'm not done with Prisoner of Azkaban yet. I have a few chapters left. But the problem is also, I just got a Switch. And I've been also playing... A Switch? Yeah, a Nintendo Switch. Whoa! <laughs> Wait, hold on. I'll get to the Switch in a second. But the point <laughs> is... You brought, it, you brought it up. I know. The point is that I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Go this week. That's I, so true. I readopted it. And so... Some of my reading time has gone to Pokemon Go time. Hey, you got to pick your battles and you clearly <laughs> picked the Pokemon battle. A little bit. Also, the So that game is really awesome. Yeah. Wait, hold on. But I I had a night recently where I couldn't I wasn't tired or wasn't going to sleep and I finished a bunch of chapters of Harry Potter. Oh, that's cool. I Prisoner of Azkaban. So I'm getting close to the end. Making progress. Yeah. That's what reading is all about. Sure. <laughs> After I finish reading it, we can watch it and then yeah, cover I, it. Yeah, I'm excited to cover it. It's going to be great. We're also excited. I'm not reading it, but <laughs> maybe someday. <laughs> I, I, I have read it and it's actual Prisoner of Azkaban is my favorite book. You don't even I remember. I stand by that. Why do you stand by if you haven't Because I remember it? it was the best read. It was the best read for me at that time. Okay. That time, long time ago. Anyway, I was going to say something about Pokemon. Yeah. Or Harry Potter. <laughs> the, One of the two. <laughs> the mashup of Harry Potter and Pokemon. No, oh, I, no I was going to say that. We did have some stuff we wanted to cover of the Thanksgiving releases, but they haven't released yet. Some of the movies coming out. Mainly Ralph Breaks the Internet. Ralph Breaks the Internet? That is the one. <laughs> That is the one we need to watch. Right. That's one kind of coming up, but we can't watch it yet. So we're in a we'll limbo. We'll say for the record that we loved Wreck-It Ralph, which I think we've definitely said yes. before on here. Yes. We thought we had covered it even, but, but we hadn't. Right. But we're... <laughs> I don't know why not. I know. So are we going to cover them together? I think possibly? so. Like okay. The Incredibles. That's Very kind of similar. the thing we do here. <laughs> we'll give you a double dose. Because usually the sequel's not enough to like warrant a whole episode. So mm -hmm. it might as well do them together might as well it who's telling be, you not to it has to be a really good sequel like the harry potter movies that are all like yeah so ralph breaks the internet i kind of wanted to get into a thing of us covering fantastic beasts and the new crimes of grindelwald together. crimes of grindelwald i've i haven't heard of that it's the new fantastic beast movie it just came out everyone's talking about it oh wow i totally missed oh, that my <laughs> I haven't, seen any, I haven't seen any you promotions for that. You haven't seen any promotion? No. It's literally everywhere. 
It's literally on the chips and everything, probably. Totally missed it. Oh my god! How? <laughs> I'm I'm just not out there. I'm not involved. Not in my community. I don't want to see it. I know, but maybe we should just see what it's like. Maybe because I haven't I haven't seen a big him. maybe. It's gonna be so CGI'd though, and you know you my don't... feelings about <laughs> CGI. Oh, I feel like that you have no basis for that. Well, That's just like a popular thing to be into. Who needs basis in a world I of fake it. news? <laughs> And idiocracies. I need bases. I just, why do you hate <laughs> CGI? I was like, it makes it easier, but no, CGI is still tough. It's hard though. It is. I'm not saying it's Speaking easy. Speaking of CGI, it's amazing in the Detective Pikachu trailer. That's true too. Which I've been dying to talk about. Did you almost die? What? When I watched it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, kind of. I was not expecting it. And I feel like I was right there when it released. You watched it live as it was unfolding to Pretty the world? Pretty much, yeah. Because I was on Reddit that morning and someone posted it. And Reddit is literally, the second something comes out, it's on Reddit. Huh. Like a new trailer or, or a new announcement. Really? Yeah. I saw it, it It came out like Detective Pikachu trailer. And I was like, <gasps> and I clicked it and I was like, oh my God. When you'd sent it to me, I thought it was for a video game. No. Like, I was like. What? Okay, so it's some cool new... This is like the video game that we're going to get on her Nintendo Switch. Okay, cool. That's our what Nintendo I was... Switch. Did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> Did he pay $400? <laughs> I bought Mario Kart. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so Detective Pikachu is a game, but it already came out last year. Derp. And I have it. A lot of people, I'm surprised, didn't get it. I mean, I'm not that surprised it's a weird spinoff, but... I'm also, so, I don't know. I just, I got it. And I'm not that hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> you're not that hardcore. No. <laughs> but you were hardcore enough to get the game of Detective Pikachu. I know, clearly. I am hardcore. But <laughs> I didn't know I was the only one. <laughs> anyway, so. That's I, what this, is, this episode's about. It's about Zeleni discovering that she actually is hardcore. <laughs> I can't, just can't stop thinking about School Rock. <laughs> <laughs> With that, you know? But the legend of the rent was way hardcore. <laughs> he was right. Well, <laughs> maybe maybe we should segue that into Goosebumps. Are we going to watch Goosebumps? It passed. It's oh. way past spooky time. You missed your train there. Uh, what, is there anything else that Jack Black is in this uh, holiday season? Wasn't he in something recently? Oh, Jungle. Jungle. Welcome. No. <laughs> Wait. Jungle Book. Jungle Book. No. no ju- <laughs> Jumanji. Jumanji. <laughs> oh, God. That's what I meant. <laughs> I knew it was like jungle themed. <laughs> right. But it's Safari. Is there another Kung Fu Panda coming out? Um, No. I don't. Kung I Fu think pa- they're done Kung with Fu those. Kung Fu Panda 4? They're done. They're done with those. You think so? Yeah. I think. No, Jack That's like Black. all Dustin Hoffman does anymore. Who? Dustin Hoffman. I know, but on, in what? Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> He's in that? Yeah. What? Who is he? He's like the legendary... Like the Yoda? Yoda. Oh. Fox guy or whatever. Yeah, he's like a... I don't know. <laughs> anyway, no, no, there's no Kung Fu Panda. I don't want to see the Nutcracker. The Nutcracker's out right now. Oh. The newest one? Yeah, that took me by surprise. I I didn't expect there to be a Nutcracker movie. I mean, I should have. <laughs> you you I didn't even known. know there was a Fantastic Beast movie, though. Right. And then I recently <laughs> just figured out that there's a Grinch movie. Oh, yeah. You what didn't the know heck? that? But it's kind of cartoon. Is it cartoon? It's not like Jim Carrey. Okay. Yeah. Oh, is it like CGI? Yeah, I think. But like like Pixar, like that that 3D animation. Which company is it? Is it Illumination? I, I don't know. I'm, I, I really, think it might be Illumination. I think it is. That sounds right. The Minions. Yeah. It, so did they do like a musical Grinch? Is that the I idea? I have no idea about the Grinch movie. Okay. But yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like a cartoon. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I'm not into the Grinch or the Nutcracker. I feel like holiday movies in general tend to be like pretty dull. Like Polar Express is like the epitome of that. <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> it's the boringest movie of all time uh, i believe it i have never actually never seen, seen it, it? No. they showed it to us in school uh, I mean, and that i makes was sense. like this is so boring 
It's just them on a train just being depressed or something. Tom Hanks? Tom Hanks, anybody? Where? He was in that movie, right? I don't know. It was oh. CGI also. Or it was like dirty. And also the one with the ghosts. That one's boring as hell too. Christmas Carol. Oh, <laughs> I was in a Christmas Carol. My fourth and fifth grade. Cool. <laughs> it was cool. Is that the one with Scrooge? Yes. Okay. I was That's like I young Scrooge. What's the other one? And then one? I was like Scrooge. What's Scrooge. the difference between you were Scrooge? I did in my fifth year. That's like a main character. I know. <laughs> it helped me probably get into my middle school. Oh, yeah. Performing arts. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Wait. Oh, in fifth grade getting like scouted? Uh, like uh, Zac Efron? Oh my God. I see? was not scouted. I was not that lucky. <laughs> like Zac Efron? Right. If I was in like. <laughs> in any movie. <laughs> if I was in a regular elementary school, that may have happened, but no. Oh, right. We saw Seventeen again recently. See, we're watching like these casual movies that aren't worth like talking about. <laughs> Seventeen again was was interesting and it was really awesome. Like, I'm glad I watched it. I'm glad. I, I love like you said you said during it that Zac Efron is a national treasure. He is. And he he carries everything he's in on his shoulders alone. It's so true. Like he brings so much drama and commitment. And it's just like. He like embellishes every movement with drama. He sure does. He knows how to work the camera, oh, work with actors. God. He gets the He's emotion of the character dreamy. really well. Oh yeah. He he when he read at the end when he reads the letter, he like cries, bro. <laughs> He's a hero. Wow. <laughs> so seventeen again was the peak of the things that we <laughs> watched this year? Yeah. Well now like you mean this week? Yeah, last exactly. Week? Yeah, in our in our rut between spooky and holiday. It's true. I've been doing a lot of film work, though. I'm working on a documentary. Mm-hmm. Really excited about that. What else? Okay, so now we can talk about, I guess, the Nintendo Switch. Wow, what an investment. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I bought the bundle. She waited for it. I waited. It was the most stressful week of my life because I what? was... What? Do tell. Not of my... I'm dramatic, but... it was like so stressful i didn't know if it was gonna be like the most popular bundle on the planet (laughs) or or like no one was gonna buy it so i was in this limbo of well they could sell out or they might not and and i missed the pre-order window so was it the most popular bundle i don't know not of all time but (laughs) no i i don't i think i would have been okay and it wouldn't have sold out if i had waited waited but i missed the pre-order window so that told me like either they sold out or pre-order is that's too much detail but it's just basically i missed the pre-order time so i wasn't sure if i was gonna get one and i really wanted a switch and i had to keep waiting until until i bought it at midnight online and then picked it up to the store after work yeah it and was i got cool. it so it says P- pokemon let's go um bundle so my switch is yellow, and I love that. That's my favorite color. It's it's cool. Uh, she has two controllers with these two different like yellow shades of color. <laughs> they know what a Nintendo Switch I know. is. Oh, oh. <laughs> I know. Oh, but then her, but then the case has Pikachu's on it, which is cool. The char- the lo- little well, yeah, but case. it has it has an Eevee also. It's a oh, Pikachu. Oh, there's a and Pikachu an and an Eevee. Yeah, oh, I, get it, two, I get it. It's not two Pikachu's. Oh, that's cool. I thought it was two Pikachu's. <laughs> I haven't seen the Eevee. It's the one, like, the closer one to us. Oh, I can't see it from here. Yeah, I know. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm very excited because all my friends have had a Switch since whenever it came out. And they always talk about it. And I'm like, I don't have one because I can't afford that. But... Or I didn't want to pay that. But now with... Well, I, I always said since the Switch came out that I would buy the Switch when the new Pokemon game came out. And I did. And do you think it was worth the wait? It definitely was because I love Pokemon. This and Pokemon game is something else. Oh I God, was yeah. blown away. I did not expect this to be a remake Pokemon Yellow from yeah, the Game Boy. For sure. Oh, it's so good. It is, the graphics are amazing. And the way you encounter Pokemon is like the most organic way you oh, it's will, spectacular. you've ever experienced in the Pokemon world. You, know? oh. you have these live little pokemon jumping around yeah, you and they follow you and i like how you can avoid battle pretty well if you want and the way you catch them is still hard but really different because you don't battle 
I was saying during it exactly. I was saying during that during our gameplay that they were able to keep all of the good things of the past and then throw mm-hmm. out all of the annoying barriers, yeah, yeah. annoyances to make it a very fluid gaming experience. That's amazing. And I like being actually limited to the original 151. I am more encouraged to fill out the Pokédex because it's like a doable amount instead of because normally in any Pokemon game, I do not even look at the Pokedex. There's so many Pokemon, so many gens. It's like overwhelming. But in this one, it's like I'm actually catching one of all of them and want to fill the Pokedex because you, I, think you, I can, you do, you it. can do it. Yeah. And it's a lot easier that you can actually see the yes. the popping up uh, rather than having to just roam around for an so, hour. It's so organic. Before you get your first Mr. Mime. Yes, we got a Mr. Mime. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's so creepy. Mr. Mime's an important relevant Pokemon right now because he's creepy in the trailer. Oh. There's, they have that yeah. whole scene with him. That's right. I mean, he's like the most human formed well, Pokemon. There's also like Macho and... <laughs> and Machop. Yeah, those. The little boy. Yeah, I know. Little boy. He's like a little, yeah. He's a Pokemon. I know. Yeah, never mind. But Mr. Mime is creepy in the trailer. And Pikachu's furry. That's so cute. (laughs) It's so cute. Would you have a real life Pikachu? No. You wouldn't? It can electrocute you. Yeah, I know. It's scary. I know. No, I I want a Vulpix. (laughs) So it could burn you? It won't. Oh my gosh. It's such a fire hazard. (laughs) Yes. Walk around with this fire-breathing Pokemon. <laughs> well, is there anything else that you have to share? That's for... it. What do you mean that's it? That's not it. Project Runway? No, no, no. I was talking about Detective Pikachu. Oh. Is there anything else you want to say about it? Well, it's just, what do you think? Oh, I'm terrified. Why? I don't know how I feel about giving Pikachu a human voice yet. Why is everyone so hold, held up about that? Meowth talked like an old guy for a long time. I know, but that was different. He had like a whole reason for it. There's a whole reason in Detective Pikachu that's part of the mystery. I know because I played the game. Still. Like that's because remember in the trailer, that's like the conflict that Pikachu can talk and only that kid understands him. Right. Like, to no, everybody else, he sounds like Pika Pika. Yeah, exactly. That's the whole line. Uh, so that's like the mystery here. I don't know. I just got to wait to see it. <laughs> I will go see it. I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say that I wouldn't go will, see it. Will you go to the Midnight how well do you think it's gonna perform it's gonna begin like a pokemon cinematic universe whoa you think so yeah that's a big everyone it's gonna be a huge hit like financially yeah they're gonna want to make like a million and one like marvel wow so do you think that marvel is gonna have its first like real cinematic competitor well i think marvel now is in the end of an era oh i I have no idea i don't either but i i heard that somewhere Hmm. once (laughs) Like they're going to discontinue making Marvel? Well, no, but maybe like the main stories. In the Avengers? Something like that. Huh. I don't know. I don't know. I think Pokemon's going to compete. It's like celebrating its 10 year anniversary. I think it's just the end of an era. I don't know what era, but I think Pokemon will provide serious competition. That's exciting. Yeah. Because Detective Pikachu is so accessible because a mystery like that's like classic. I mean, we were into and that anime for a while. Crowd pleasing. Yeah. That that anime or Detective Conan. Yeah. Or what's it called? Conan, Detective Conan. Yeah. And then Brooklyn Nine Nine. Right. It's it's all like accessible it's and fun, right. fun to watch. Crime. Yeah. Yeah. Crime cells. <laughs> That's why, like, some of my favorite stuff, uh, like favorite thing to do in my pastime when I'm at home is <laughs> I'll just put it on YouTube of like top real cops reels what the hell or like top arrests Why? of the I year i didn't know that that's horrible i know it's crazy cameron you're weird i'm sorry <laughs> it's crazy though like because crime is just weird i and know i, think I know it, there's something very human about being obsessed with the crime i get that that's why detective pikachu it's like mainstream it's so mainstream detective pikachu is gonna hit that mainstream nerve I'm excited to see it happen. I'm so excited. And that Psyduck's going to be... Oh, and you know who I noticed, which is relevant to Haiki. Kind, well, not Haiki. Not, just stuff we've covered. The girl in Detective Pikachu was like the love interest reporter. See, very Marvel. 
Very um, true. She is the girl from like all the Oscar movies and Big Little Lies. She was the daughter in Three Billboards. Huh. Remember Three Billboards? I do. And she had a daughter. So it was her. Wow, really? Her. And she's also the daughter of Reese Witherspoon in Big Little Lies, like the teen daughter. Oh, right. You know? Man, she's getting like all the roles. I know. She She's like the female lead of Pokemon. Catherine Newton is her name. Very That's what I'm saying. Also, and, and then all the guys from all those movies too, like Three Billboards and Lady Bird, all those guys are also all in the new Oscar movies. Like Boy Erased is one of the guys, the blonde guy from Lady Bird. The guy, the one with Steve Carell, Beautiful Boy. Oh, mm. So confusing. It's all of the boys this year, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Beautiful Boy is with Timothy Chalamet, the Call Me By Your Name guy. It's all the same, like teen. Why is that? That's how. That's how. That's how the awards work. You when know, you get exposure into a, like this big. You do one movie, thing, and then, and then you're put in every single thing. Right. Like there's also that Noah guy that's in because it all sparks the, collaborations. I think it's like the actors wanting to it, collaborate with each other. It's just like a exclusive club. Like there's this guy, the Noah, this new guy ish that is like the lead in all the Netflix movies now. Like the teen Netflix movies. Oh. It's the same guy. He's cute, but like there's a lot, a lot of cute guys out there. Yeah, no, this is easy. Just pay one guy. Ugh. That's a really interesting observation. I'm just on media too much. Probably. <laughs> You're on Twitter a whole lot. <laughs> I'm on Twitter and Reddit a whole lot. And Pokemon Go. I am mm-hmm. on Tetris a lot. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't understand a world where you're not connected. For me, it's something I think I do too much, but also I don't want to stop. Yeah, I just, yeah, you have to accept that you're not part of it. But I feel like I am. You you definitely are. <laughs> well, but I'm, I'm, is that an addiction? <laughs> no. Good. <laughs> it's a, yeah. It's like a need. Like I have to know everything going on in the. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's a condition of some kind. Oh my God. <laughs> diagnosed on air <laughs> yeah maybe that's a condition <laughs> where you have to be connected to pop culture at all times because <laughs> i have it for sure it's pop culture too it's not world news <laughs> yeah <laughs> amy winehouse wrote a song about that about what about being addicted well yeah but that's like a more obvious addiction well, that's definitely interesting. We came to an interesting realization on air today. I'm excited to maybe get Mario Odyssey. Oh yeah, for your my Switch. friends were telling me to get that. Yeah, I'm really I want it, I want to try it. Yeah. I bet it's a lot of fun. Yeah. That's what they said. We played Fortnite or Cameron has I played did. I, Fortnite. I played Fortnite for the first time. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> it's it's a strategy first person shooter. It's hard. Cuz like he all got, the first-person shooters no. I've ever played before are all attack. They're all offense. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some defense elements of it, but you don't get to construct your own defense. And this is like you get to yeah. and map out That's how a, you want to defend and attack. That's the fort. Mm-hmm. The fort part. Yeah. And the night is just closing in on you. Like the time is limited. Yeah. It's hard. But the first game you played, you came in eighth. Yeah. Out of 100, which is good. The very first game. It was true. Yeah. Top 10. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, it was just from survival. Yeah, it was. <laughs> like in every game I've played luck. since there, I'm like, I've been wanting to go out and attack. But oh. uh, that one was just me like on my own, scared and not knowing anything about the controls. Yeah, I, I played a couple of times with my friend. So it was like partners. Yeah. But we would get killed so fast. So fast? Well, we placed like 15th or around mm. that. Out of 50. Oh, okay. Um, the ones that we've been playing are like out of 100, right? It's, oh, speaking of Fortnite, I, I did. I remember I said I wanted to cover Hunger Games around Thanksgiving. Oh. So maybe we could cover it next or something. That would be awesome. Um, get us some Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we haven't talked about Jennifer Lawrence it's on the show. She kind of had a big era, and I feel like right now she's kind of on break. I agree. I mean, I don't think I agree. I'm not being she shady. She deserves to be too. Exactly. She, she did so many things that year. Like a bajillion. So it's like, yeah, she should. Yeah, like, she was like saturated there for yeah. a second. I'm sure she'll come back at some point. But right. Yeah, it was just a lot of her all at once. And 
Like now I don't feel as strongly as I did back then because back then she was just so everywhere that I was like more annoyed. It's true. Yeah. But Hunger Games was like kind of her big. It was her big break, Mm -hmm. actually. Uh, Very kind of similar to um, how Kristen Stewart. But then but very different paths. (laughs) Jennifer Lawrence became super Oscar-y. Yeah. But I I, the reason I watched it was because I read the book. I'm superior. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to back up now. So (laughs) I'm excited. Yeah. Fortnite is a little like it's it's like Hunger Games. Oh, it's definitely the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, Fortnite is such an interesting concept. Do you think that it'll survive? Um, yeah, but not like as mainstream. I think every everything has its mainstream moment. Not right. everything, but because I think of something like World 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 yeah, of wow. Warcraft. Because yeah. it's definitely still going, right? And a big deal, but it's like more just to the fans, the real fans, the right. true fans. You should talk about the true fans. The concept. true fans is a co- concept, yeah talk about it well i haven't i haven't gone back to study my notes as well but (laughs) essentially we were reading somebody's uh class somebody's article in class in my producing class that said anything that is actually mainstream successful and able to just be commercially successful as a media product needs to have 1000 true fans of some kind so Heike book club doesn't (laughs) yeah we need 1000 true fans we need 999 true fans that's true but yeah that's how you make it right it's like those 1000 people that would not miss your concert or your your book signing or i don't know yeah Yeah. or your album release for the world because they love you right they they love what you do and they support you 100 percent. it's like your stands exactly and then it's been interesting because we also have this other article we read about the ways that these true fans express their form of appreciation through monetization right through purchasing their work there were some interesting reasons why such as authenticity and availability access to the stuffs to the media so, I think that's why YouTubers became so huge was because they were so accessible. Yeah, definitely. And also very more more like real people. Right. Because that authenticity a, back to Yeah, they too. have authenticity and accessibility. It's true. So it's like a double. I mean, I feel like it's thanks to this movement of YouTube, which is kind of something else I've noticed in 2018, is being able to see more behind the scenes of something being created. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've filmed. noticed that trend a lot this year. I yes. think it, it came... I think it came from Trump, honestly. Yeah. I know. I feel like that's what some of our theories are about, too. Sort of like post-Trump whatever's art. and <laughs> Yeah, post-Trump art. <laughs> I feel art. like Trump and fake news and like the, the term he uses so much sort of birthed this like counterculture of like raw and honest and like I, th- I think you're right. Thing. Like I know it's crazy. It's like blame it on when remember when blame it on Obama or what was it? <laughs> blame it on Obama? Or something like that that people would say. Oh, thanks Obama. That you remember when that was a thing? No, I don't think I do. You don't remember? <laughs> it was just like a thing people said. Something went wrong if they didn't like Obama. It's like oh. thanks Obama. You know? Okay. Well, I get it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just remember that being some sort of thing in high school that people would say sometimes. Just like a catchphrase. I don't know. It's weird. I know it's like typical to blame the president for like any random thing. But I really do think the Trump era warranted it more like true. Ushered in more yeah, and, and I urgency feel like, of transparency. Yeah. And just like needing like honesty because yeah. Trump lies so much. That's a really interesting point. Um, 2018. But the, uh, no, I feel like it started a, a domino effect of like being more honest and more honest and more honest in things that now we have. We see a lot of like in a show, we'll see like shop behind the scenes or, you know, how they set up interviews in reality TV. And yeah. All that. I will see it in uh, news broadcasts. Oh, yeah. Of them showing the studio. Yeah. More. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of. It's a real interesting movement. And it, it's like, like also on YouTube, it's been such a trend of YouTubers being like my truth and opening up about mental health or like their struggles. And it's kind of become almost like a meme at this point <laughs> of like people being like my truth. 
you know interesting <laughs> and like a sad thumbnail photo that's, that's very interesting <laughs> but it's just become such a thing that it's become almost a meme which <laughs> everything does when it's overexposed but it's interesting i do i do think it goes back to trump though hmm. yeah what else is there this year that we've <laughs> i started really watching liked. superstore oh yeah because i was right. in need of a casual comedy see i right now i'm kind of in a limbo of me being a true fan of any show we're watching the good place live but it's a 20 minute episode every, every week so we've been watching shark tank live and they've skipped like the past two weeks so exactly there's been no new episode so it's like a rut of like or it's like between shows but i'm also not in the mood to get into something hardcore but i wanted something casual it's not where i want because my friends will tell me like oh watch this show which is like sci-fi drama that i need to pay attention or like deep whatever that i need to pay attention to deep drama <laughs> and it, <laughs> it's like i'm not in the mood for like getting super fanatic or into a show so i needed a more casual watch that i can like i don't have to be glued to the couch while mm-hmm. it's playing and I started watching Superstore and it was pretty good for that. Cool. Or I like it. It's very relatable too. There's something really comforting about seeing them in a grocery store or like mm-hmm. a Walmart type. It was interesting. It looked like it had good production. I just watched uh, maybe a scene or two. Yeah. But um, <laughs> it looked like it had good production value. Uh, it's kind of shot like a single cam sitcom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, it's, it's NBC. Very was, NBC. Right. And there was an interesting way to use product placement in it that I noticed. Yeah, it's weird. They actually show real brands because, right. I mean, they have to show so much. You, you can't do that in props. Right, exactly. So it fits in, you know, well with that whole plan. Yeah. In terms of the setting. It naturally calls for it. For sure. It's like, yeah. this isn't advertising. It's just background. It just blends in. Yeah. yeah, it's literally just background. Though I saw Pringles and everything. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't think they were put there by accident. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's, it's confusing. It's hard. It, and those kinds of things, it's like, who pays who? Yep. It's all, that's always the question they have to like ask each other. But anyway, I also saw the new Sabrina series. Oh, yeah. And you had some feelings about that. I had that. some feelings. Uh, negative. <laughs> I saw the cat on the runway. Oh, yeah. I, that was cute. Uh, the cat that plays Salem walked the red carpet for the premiere. <laughs> that was cute. I, tweet, I retweeted it. Who let him off his leash? Oh, that's so cute. And I, I, that's the main reason I watched it because I knew there was a cat in it. But it was, and also they keep selling it as from the people that brought you Riverdale. And I'm like, that is not helping you. But it's way higher production value than Riverdale. Riverdale has its fans. Oh, <laughs> girl i know i used to be one kind of the first season but then i feel like season two dropped off and then but there's still yeah a lot of hardcore fans and i think it ended up being that the hardcore fans of riverdale were big fans of sabrina Mm -hmm. but i haven't seen much like differences of population like Mm -hmm. i haven't seen like people that don't like riverdale like sabrina i don't know but i haven't seen that much about it but anyway, it was kind of boring. The episodes were an hour long and they were pretty slow. It's that's a cool world because it's kind of a magical world. It feels a little Harry Potter, but like a new spin. But I think it was just not enough going on in the episodes. And they had really, it would build up the stakes so high and then coincident out of them. Coincidence oh, out no. of them. Yeah. And at the Sounds end. Sounds like bad writers. You said it, not me. Oh, I'm just saying, <laughs> I, I haven't... I'm just saying those are like all of the screenwriting no-nos that they taught me in my right <laughs> class. Yeah, exactly. That that's what happens in that show, like every episode, because the stakes are high. They're like, you're selling your soul to the devil, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, uh, let's wiggle out of this. Ugh, it's stupid, <laughs> and nothing happens in the end because you just end up where you began. I feel like, mm. and also there's a lot of like teen forever commitment in it. Like, all of her decisions are based on how she loves her boyfriend, and she's, like, 16. Hmm. And it's like, girl, you're in high school. <laughs> and Experiment. Not, not even. Just, like, live your life a little bit. Anyway, <laughs> I just, I'm annoyed by that a hmm. bit. And also, they're all, like, wanting to get married, you know? It's like, hmm. they're 16. They're dumb. But, yeah, so I haven't finished it. I was a little bored. Good production value, though. Very Netflix look netflix gives you look 4k yeah so that that 
that's good i don't like it though i feel like it's too much detail that you see a bit behind the curtain right of like styling and makeup and right you know costume i mean i think everything should be in like 2k 3k <laughs> two or 2.5 you really think that 0.5k makes or two 1.5k makes a difference i mean <laughs> okay you haven't watched anything without me right no do you not watch anything uh, not really. What do you watch when you I eat I watched that Inception. Yourself? I told you oh, that. Oh, Mike. No. See, that's what we were arguing about. <laughs> oh, no. We argued so hard about this. We did argue a lot about We should have recorded it because it was intense argument. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when Delaney and I don't see each other for five days, I come home <laughs> on Fridays to her and we just let it all out. <laughs> I had to finally watch Inception because it was getting referenced so much in school and Which I is so stupid. It's just wanted so to go back to it to see if it was as good as I remember it being. And it was almost as good, but not quite. Basically our argument was like he thinks Inception is good and I think it's terrible. I think it's pretty good. I think it's terrible. That's like the only way I could say it. I think it's pretty good. <laughs> it's horrible. It's I told right. him I told them. I don't believe as soon as in your movie you have anonymous men and guns chasing your heroes for like 50% of the movie, I'm out. And I tried to tell her <laughs> that his subconscious was under lockdown security. Yeah, but why didn't he, you know, send down fire rain or send a monster out or send something effective and not stupid gunmen with terrible aim that never hits the It's just the drama. But it's yeah, bad it's true. Drama. The enemies never hit, and except for one time, mm-hmm. and it's and I unrealistic. Feel, you know what you what we need? We need to know who these who these people are. You know, I agree. Like the bad guys. Like I feel like we don't get enough time to invest in them for sure. Exactly. That that takes away any complexity because it's you all don't about feel us bad. Just wanting to see the hero win. Yeah, because you don't feel bad if your hero shoots one of these gunmen and kills them it's like but if you know they have like no money or you know a hard life or they're just doing their job (laughs) it's just none of the main characters were supposed to die and that's what ends up happening i know but you have to be subtle about it yeah you know that's a rule you can't deny well it's inception the concept itself is stupid it was overexposed everyone just thought they were cool for understanding what was going on in middle school and I followed it. I saw it like 50 times because that's the only movie everyone wanted to see. Yeah. It's pretty crazy, though. It just time slows down and down and It's down. dumb. Sorry, Inception fans. Yeah. I had a lot of fun with it. But um, <laughs> anyway, so that's the, pretty much the only thing I can think of that I I, I mean, I also, I also watched a couple of Stanley Kubrick movies. So I've been watching oh, some old movies. I can't. I had to watch Paths of Glory from 1957 for my editing class. Analyzed a scene in it. It was really cool. And then I also watched Dr. Strangelove or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb. That's like the whole title of the That's movie. That's how like MBR talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it's crazy. And so that one's fun and great. I watched the Nancy Drew live action movie. Did you really? Yeah, it was bad. I'm glad you watched that without me. Yeah, you are. <laughs> it was really bad. Yeah, oh. it's with Emma Roberts. I have a love-hate relationship with her, but mostly hate. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> Did you watch anything else without me? Probably. Okay. A lot. We started watching Project Runway Juniors. Yes. I'm kind of still cringing over it, but cringing. I'm trying to get over it. They're good. Yeah. Weren't they so good? I mean, it's... Yeah. We haven't, we haven't actually finished. We haven't seen who went home. That's right. We have like five minutes left. Well, I got to take a shower before that. Before that? Yeah, before that. You're crazy. A little bit. I am from Houston. I know. Have you done anything interesting? <laughs> in my life yeah ever no i'm just kidding <laughs> i mean i'm making a documentary i'm trying to think i'm just I, i've, I've watched, been learning how filming works i've tried to watch so many things lately i feel like i started something and then i quit that happens it does it's i'm telling you i'm in this period of nothingness and old comforts i mean that's the that's the season tis the season <laughs> it's a wonderful life are you excited oh, that what is that movie what is that movie? It's a white people movie. It's a white people movie. <laughs> I don't I don't get it. Why do you want to be sad? Why are Christmas movies so sad? 
Because you have to appreciate life, Ugh. which is what the movie is all about. Whatever. Appreciate the how little that, things that have been given to you. How is it different from um, the Scrooge one? It's set in the 20th century. 20th century? Yeah, Scrooge is in the 19th century. Really? Yeah. Wait, there, that's the only difference? I mean, not the only difference. Oh, but it's a different plot? It's a different character, yeah. Okay. Different. It's not Scrooge. No, yeah. And he doesn't live his entire life in the past. A Christmas Carol. I don't know the difference between these two. It's not that. What is it like? Past, present, future? The ghosts. Yeah. 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 I remember there was a fairly odd parents That's episode just like, that was based on. Or there. I feel like a lot of sitcoms have done. Yeah. The Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol format. Version. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like good. Fairly odd parents had one where. <laughs> Shout out to Charles Dickens, y'all. He did that? Yeah. With what? No, Charles Dickens. He wrote oh, did a, Christmas he write a Christmas Carol. He did? Yeah. Didn't he write Moby, Moby Dick? Dick? That doesn't seem like the same person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Am no. I crazy? No, but they he wrote it. <laughs> oh, weird. Charles Dickens is like a god. Is <laughs> he, he? wrote He wrote a lot of amazing works. He was probably works. like crazy. Yeah, probably. He was like Van Gogh. They were probably best buds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> buds. <laughs> Just kidding. I think Van Gogh was a little earlier. I was going to say something about Christmas. Oh, my favorite Christmas movie? Quiz. Do you know what it is? I just decided five seconds ago. What? <laughs> that it's my favorite. So you have to get it right. Oh, my God. No, I have no idea. No idea? Other I, than Harry Potter. There's a lot of... <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of Christmas movies. Yeah, I know. Which Jingle All the Way? What? No. That's like my mom's favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> At least I got somebody's. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was like the first VHS I ever watched. Oh. I remember my mom it was such a big it. it was such a big deal when I got we got our first VHS player yeah. in our house and the first VHS I that we ever got for it was. Oh. The first DVD I ever encountered. It wasn't at my house. At was it VHS before your time? No. Okay. I had a lot of VHS. Okay, cool. I just I think the beginnings of VHSs were I was it was too young to yeah. remember like getting one. My first DVD I encountered was Shrek. <gasps> wow. <laughs> in Spanish in Espanol. Well, that that was the gag that she could change it from English or Spanish cuz I was used to VHS where you had to buy oh, one version. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it oh, was that's like amazing. I was like so amazed. That's she a was very she was, interesting um observation. Yeah. Yeah, that was my first encounter. It was like the new thing. And she was like, this is a new thing where you can change the language. And I was like, what? <laughs> Shrek in Spanish. Yeah. Well, because I had the Spanish VHS. I don't know. It was just weird. Oh. And you never watched it in English? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> but it was cool. You could change it. That's why you like Shrek. <laughs> no. No, not but why you like Shrek, but it was like. Shrek yeah. is a classic. That's one we need to cover that we never did. We just watched it. That's what happens a lot of the times. Like, we'll watch, like, two movies in a weekend, and then we just record one, obviously, and then some we just watch and right. we don't talk about. Like, that's how Ingrid Goes West is becoming. <laughs> yes, and Shrek and, like, Spy Kids. Can I say something about Ingrid Goes West, just in case we never do record it? And sure, the interesting sure, fact sure, sure. that I learned. Okay. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, I'll share this, too, if we ever cover it. But... When because we, we were going to do so, I was trying to research some music for my documentary, and I came across the because I, I and I we had just watched Ingrid Goes West, and I really loved the score, so I looked up the composer. So it was composed by two people. One of the names, though, I followed back because I was like, I want to like you know try to find this guy, see what other work he's done. Well, turns out it's the same. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he was the composer for Serial. Oh. Yeah. The podcast? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. It was crazy. That makes sense, I guess. So it was like a cool little thing. And it just like made me, because if you were the composer for Serial, I would think that you were like a really big composer. But like, but I mean. But no, it started as like a very side project. Yeah. Of This American Life. And it was just kind of like a gamble. Yeah. I actually was just listening to a podcast of Ira Glass, who's the This American Life guy, the host. Right. And Ira Glass. I know Ira Glass. Glass. Okay, okay. I never know who you know. Oh my gosh, I know Eric Glass. <laughs> he it was a podcast of Dax Shepard, you know, the guy from Idiocracy. Oh right. And yeah, he's Kristen Bell's husband. He was on his podcast and they were talking about how basically they have the same ad person mm. like that sells their ads for their podcasts because mm. they both have podcasts <laughs> or whatever. He apparently 
he undersold cereal by so much. Like the projected listens they had were like 300,000 per episode or something. And it ended up being like 20 million per episode. Wow. <laughs> and like, oh my God. Uh, or like 30. I don't remember. Basically, whoever did ads on cereal, which I think was MailChimp, got like a great, an amazing deal, like return on like, because they had estimated the cost for 300 per episode. So they sold the ad super cheap. Oh. And then it became like this huge, huge thing. That's crazy. Oh, what so, a bummer. So at the beginning, uh, the point is that Serial was not super thinking it would hit or not. Right. And anyone would listen. And somehow it just did. Yeah. It must it have got off. some exposure of some kind. I guess. It's just like, I feel like it's the true crime thing. Back to that. That's true. It's like if it's told in a engaging way it's like gold detective pikachu well that's a that's a beautiful way to bring this episode full <laughs> circle is there anything else that we want to cover i guess not okay cool oh it was our anniversary so this is our anniversary episode is it, <laughs> is it? <laughs> oh wait i need to i'm gonna check the official date we went on itunes oh cool so live <laughs> <laughs> live update it was sometime in november and we're thinking our anniversary passed and we didn't even celebrate we skipped a week because we're so busy being my dad's lazy. birthday is tomorrow cool let, let me guess <laughs> okay yeah sure guess while i find it november 21st no <gasps> Whoa, it was the 19th. Oh. And today is the 18th. Whoa. Yeah, and it's going to come out the 20th. Yeah, it's my. it was on my dad's birthday, our first episode that we recorded. Wait, or released. what? That's weird. Did you remember that? No. Oh. <laughs> but that's crazy. That is. So we're right on time. Wow. It's our hikey anniversary. Da, 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 da. It sounds like Mark Hart. I know. <laughs> we need to have anniversary music. I know. I need to learn how to play the piano already. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's not you playing it at the beginning or anything. Well, we're really excited. We're going to have a studio sooner than later, like a real studio. Not sooner than later, but sometime. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll be able to make some original music and score for our podcasts. What? What? Where are we getting a keyboard for the studio? Hell yeah. Okay. You're getting that. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be the music department. Okay. Nice. We'll, we'll have a music department. Yeah. It's going to be great. <laughs> but yeah. Thanks for listening for a year or one episode or whatever. Yeah. This is awesome. That it's been. We've been around for one whole year. Yeah. Some weeks here and there skip, but not too many. Not too honestly. many. I don't think so. Mm-mm. We should have had a anniversary cake prepared and light some candles make some wishes i wish that we don't skip any more weeks what i'd like to see (laughs) you enforce that because you're always like it's not my job to enforce wishes it is your job that's the point that's the reason they're a wish because clearly i can't enforce it oh my god no (laughs) but yeah it's our anniversary it's we're just like chatting here. It's like our time to discuss. I find it nice to have structured discussion time. It's like practicing. Oh, that's so cool. You know? Me too. I think so too. I, I mean, I think it's really great for us. And hopefully it's really great for who's ever listening too. Yeah, whoever. One person probably. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all good. We have to start somewhere. Yeah. And uh, it's it's beautiful it's really fun to be part of something so consistent with you so Thanks. thank you for being I my really, co-host i really wanted to oh this start. is becoming like our thanksgiving episode it is no i started this trying to prove to myself that i could stick with something for like a decent amount of time and we've stuck like, with it because i'm that's the thing the reason is because i i'm bad at executing my ideas because i love thinking of creative ideas and planning but i'm historically not so good at executing because it's hard like i'm more of a lazy spirit (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing you said it so eloquently and official yes uh, (laughs) i am so it's like hard for me to it's easy for me to think of so many ideas but it's hard for me to like push through and get it done the belchers were a lazy family too (laughs) I, the, you don't have to bring my family into this. Actually, my family's not very lazy. Oh. And I'm, you're an odd duck. I'm the oddest duck in my family, for sure. I'm, I'm an odd duck, too. Yeah. So I think w- we're two odd ducks. Yeah. <laughs> 
We are. Have found ourselves in the same pond. Oh my god, cheesy. Oh. But anyway, I I just wanted to like have something that was like simple, but not like you know, it's still work to keep going. And I just wanted to stay consistent at something because I'm not good at following through. We followed through here. Yeah. It's really cool. And I'm really excited to be able to contribute more to this once I actually get my official media degree. Eventually, whenever that is. Oh my gosh. <laughs> It's like it will never come. Yeah. We definitely have ideas that <laughs> I get many ideas we all sit the time. On. Yeah, we sit on a lot and maybe a season two of Haiki that's more in depth and researched and You have a magazine that's coming out? I do. That's a digital zine. Yeah. Really exciting. Mm-hmm. I'll announce it officially on here whenever it's officially out there. That's right. I'm getting pretty close. I finished the first draft. Heck yeah. Yeah. Well, this is uh, this is lovely. And I'm glad that we could be together again on the air. I know. So we're <laughs> excited to see you all next week no. after the turkeys. What? No, not next you week. You don't see them. Well, we're going to we're going to hear you guys. <laughs> we don't hear them. <laughs> what are we going to do then? We're going to talk to you guys. Yes. There you go. All That's right. We're excited one. to talk with you all next week. <laughs> See, Wait, we're all no. discovering here. This Con- is this is discovery. You need to give our contact. For the latest Haiki <laughs> news, you can always check us out on Twitter at Haiki Book Club or on Facebook at Haiki Book Club Which or is on Instagram at Haiki Book Club <laughs> or Gmail us at Haiki Book Club at gmail.com. Dot clom. Wait, no, isn't it Haiki Book Club Podcast at gmail.com? No, it's Haiki Book Club. Just Haiki Book Club. Okay, so I was right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> this has been a whole lot of fun, and uh, maybe we'll do Harry Potter next week. Maybe, maybe or Hunger Games. Or Hunger Games. Whoa. You'll just have to find us at Haiki Book Club to check it out. To, 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 find, to out. find out. <laughs> we'll probably let everybody know on Black Friday or the day after. Yes. So until then. Dun dun dun. <laughs> You'll be hearing from us. Uh-huh.